Welcome to the Refuge City Church Midweek Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Thrower, the lead pastor of Refuge City Church. So let's get into Sunday Sermon. This was Sunday Sermon. Well, welcome back to our midweek podcast here at Refuge City Church. Um, I haven't been on a break, uh, just, you know, real world job and everything else got me going crazy, if you know what I mean. Um, it's been a few weeks, so uh, we have finished out our I Am series and we started a new series on Sunday called In Cedar City, As It Is in Heaven. It's based on the concept of Jesus' prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See Matthew 6, verse 10. So I want to look a little bit more in that prayer since we didn't really get into that. In fact, the 1689 London Baptist Confession, that's super old. It says this, when we pray, thy kingdom come, we pray that Satan's kingdom may be destroyed and that the kingdom of grace may be advanced, ourselves and others brought into it and kept in it, and that the kingdom of glory may be Hastened. So what does it mean when we ask to see God's kingdom come? First, as a quick observation, I think it's really cool to consider that God advances his kingdom agenda through the prayers of his people, because Jesus is instructing his disciples, when you pray, pray this. So he's, he's instructed them to pray the kingdom to come. And the coming kingdom is the undying burden of God's people. Those who love the king eagerly yearn for his kingdom to come. So first, what is this? I would think that this is a prayer of allegiance. Uh, We pledge allegiance to the kingdom of Jesus, which is treason to Satan's kingdom. And if the listeners were very keen on to what Jesus was saying, this was treason to Rome. Jesus is teaching his followers to pray for the overthrow of the kingdom of this world, like the coup of its leaders, right? And the establishment of a new king. This is a cry of, I'm not satisfied with where I'm at in this kingdom. Now, I'm not suggesting that we do an overthrow of the United States government or any sort of thing like that. Instead, I'm talking about this spiritual insurrection um, and the spiritual government of this world uh, led by Satan. He needs to go. Um, Amen. Anyway, when we pray for the kingdom of God to come, we we are pleading Uh, for the kingdom of Satan to be toppled. I mean, that's exactly what we want to see if there's a tyrant in a nation, right? But we want to see Satan and all of his demonic scheming, tactical salts, all of his weird stuff that he does. Um, We want that to be shattered, don't we? Uh, So like this week, I listened to a report of a woman. Uh, She was raped on a sub in Philadelphia. Here's the weird thing. There were 10 others in the cart and no one called the police. Instead, video footage has most of the 10 people raising their phones and filming the rape, which lasted over 30 minutes. Um, The footage showed the victim kicking and pushing the person away as he began uh, to rape her. This is just one of millions of examples why we want Satan and his demons destroyed and why we want that kingdom to fall. Now, it's also, secondly, it's also a prayer for victory. Um, As we await the full realization of the inaugurated kingdom, we cry for the kingdom to come and conquer souls. But when God awakens a person to behold the glory of Christ, 
it's victory because he conquers their rebellious, sinful hearts, and he makes them his. So when we pray for the kingdom of God to come, we are praying that God would be victorious over souls and that he would shine the kingdom of grace. I really like that, the kingdom of grace upon the hearts of men, women, and children so that they would see and savor the kingdom of glory. So the kingdom of grace, so if we are a part of that kingdom of grace, that we are supposed to be uh, pushing that out into our culture and society. So when we pray for the kingdom to come, we are looking for ways to destroy the kingdom of Satan and ways to advance the kingdom of God or to see um, dead souls made alive by the power of the gospel. Um, Another thing about this real quick, and I'll wrap this portion up, is that this is a kingdom that we can see now. Um, And it's also a kingdom that is in the future. Many dispensationalists would say that this is just a kingdom in the future. But why would Jesus say to pray for it now? And now our topic of the week. Um, Speaking of Satan and his um, kingdom, um, how about that for a transition? Um, I want to talk about Halloween. Um, So let me give you a little bit of background on Halloween. Um, I'm going to first talk about November 1st, uh, which is All Saints Day, the All Saints Festival. was first established during the time of uh, when the early church was being heavily persecuted, uh, when the numbers were so much that it was almost impossible to um, celebrate them all. In the time of John Chrysostom, maybe, uh, sorry about that, John, if I butchered your name, but you're dead, so I guess you don't care. Uh, all the martyrs were remembered on the first Sunday after Pentecost in 608 AD. Um, the Pantheon, a former pagan temple to all the gods, it was dedicated in Rome as a Christian church. Uh, and that was on May 13th. That day became All Saints Day. That day was then moved to November 1st in 741 with the dedication of the Chapel of All Saints. Okay, then, so here's where it gets weird, uh, in the British Isles, dang those British, uh, the day was known as All Hallows Day, and the eve of that day, the night before, was known as Halloween. Uh, In the minds of simple people, the night before the Day of the Holy Ones was then kind of a time for them to celebrate the unsanctified jokers, you know, them devils, witches, fairies, and imps and vampires and wolverines, wolverines, (laughs) that's a Marvel character. Anyway, with this kind of superstition, of course, we have nothing to do with that. Obviously, the custom of kids kind of dressing up in order to play trick-or-treat, it did descend from this view, but the thing that is interesting here is not the dressing up itself or ridiculous amount of candy, but rather the dressing up as wicked creatures. Um, I think that would be the only thing that would be in um, at, at odds with this. Another interesting point, Reformation Day is on October 31st. That's when our brother Luther wanted to debate someone regarding indulgences. And so he nailed 95 theses on the doors. Um, And so we call that particular day, which is the day that led toward the Reformation, as Reformation Day. Um, And that's frequently honored by churches on the last Sunday of October, which happens to fall on Halloween this year. Bottom line for us is that these days belong to the Christian Church, October 31st, Reformation Day, November 1st, All Hallows Day. We've had this these days for centuries, and despite certain people saying it's just pagan day, um, we can still keep that day, and we can fight off those weird stigmas. 
Um, so here's what I would suggest. Maybe dressing up as the witches and weird demonic creatures is a bad idea. I don't know. My son's going to be a skeleton. So who am I? I'm just um, hypocrite now. Uh, but what's what's the problem with dressing up in a costume asking for kid? Asking for kids. Um, no one does that. Asking for candy. Um, n- nothing. I mean, you can sit there and say, um, to the glory of God alone, give me candy. I don't know if that makes you feel better. Uh, I just don't think there's anything inherently wrong with dressing a kid up um, in kind of a lighthearted costume for that day. Because as for Christians, all they know is that we could be knocking on a door to uh, nail a thesis on their door and ask for a sneakers bar or skittles. All right, if I still got all my listeners uh, listening, thank you. You've made it to the end of today's podcast. If you would like to learn more about us, you can visit us at Refuge citychurch.com also find us on the gram at refuge cedar city also if you'd like to connect with me you can find me on facebook just search for matthew thrower i'm one of a few and then i think i'm on the gram at mthrower82 hey i will be back next week with another episode yes i will be back with another episode of the midweek podcast with refuge city church bye-bye